This is Desiree Summer, and you are listening to the podcast where we talk about how to style, beautify, and make your life fun again. Here we go. It's Desiree Summer here, and it is mid-July, or almost mid-July. It's really heating up here. I have been outside enjoying the summer weather, and I hope you've been having a great week, too. As for this week, we're going to talk about celebrating. Why you should celebrate everything, or at least why you should start to celebrate everything. This is a time of year that really often has me contemplating the wisdom of celebration. It's right around 4th of July here in the United States, and that means Independence Day and a really big celebration that takes place. And that celebration often reminds me of why it's so important that all of us, but especially as women, that we learn to celebrate. I want you to imagine two scenarios. So the first scenario is a woman at a beautiful, trendy, fun new restaurant. You spy her over at her table. It's filled with all her laughing, joyful friends. They're being very, you know, elegantly rambunctious, raising a glass and toasting to her. And you eavesdrop from the next table and you realize they're all celebrating the fact that she asked for a raise. No word yet on whether she got it or not, just friend after friend, raising a glass and praising her for going after her dream. And from their smiling faces, and the guest of honor's glow, you can guess that they're all having the time of their lives celebrating and enjoying the positive atmosphere, regardless of whether she got the raise or not. Though, you know, you can't help but hope that she did after witnessing such an outpouring of positive, friendly, happy energy. Now, let's move on to scenario two. A woman at another table in the same restaurant, she's with a close friend, they're having a beautiful meal, but she is clearly not enjoying herself. Her arms are crossed, her mouth is turned downward as she talks to the woman across from her. And as she leans over, you lean in so you can overhear what's going on. And you hear her say something like, oh, I just don't understand what the big fuss is about. You know, I don't care that our friend got married or engaged, so what? She's only been with him for nine years. You know, she's just going on and on, cutting down this other friend's success behind her back with another friend. And my question to you is, which woman would you rather be? Would you rather be the one celebrating a step forward, even if it wasn't a total and complete success yet? Or would you rather be the sour grapes one complaining about her friend's success? And I ask this for a very important reason, because all of us would much rather be at the table of friends celebrating and not the woman bitterly complaining. And yet, How we celebrate, or how rather we don't celebrate, often determines which kind of woman we will be in our lives. Are we going to be complaining or up-leveling? Are we going to be celebrating with others or secretly cutting their successes down? You know, there's a lovely astrologist named Stephen Forrest that I really enjoy learning from. And I mention it here because he describes how he thinks energy works. 
And he says that energy, like matter, can neither be destroyed or created. It can only change form. And according to Stephen, you know, we can't make it so that we don't have ambition or competition or desire or any of those very human drives. You can't not have those. You can only change where you put that energy. And if you're not celebrating, can you guess which way the direction of that energy is going? It's going to go dark, right? It's going to go in a dark direction in our lives. So how do we make sure that that doesn't happen? That the energy driving our ambition, our competition, our desire for more drives upward and not down a darker path. Well, I'd like to backtrack for just one quick second. Let's first of all look to a definition of celebration because it's important here. So a celebration is an action marking one's pleasure at an important event or occasion by engaging in enjoyable, and this is the important part, a typically social activity. So a celebration is a recognition that things are going right for us. It's praise, it's thankfulness, but more than that, as I mentioned, a celebration is social. It's something that um, the definition really highlights there. It needs to happen within our communities. We seem to need our people to help validate us, whether it's by affirming, um, by affirming our wins publicly or by validating our complaints and poor opinions of other people's wins by getting our friends to secretly agree with us on that. So back to our examples. Where does our energy go when we don't celebrate? When we don't send that energy out and upwards in positivity? Well, it can go to self-sabotage and spiraling. So we implode inwardly. You know, we become complainers, despairers, people who can only ever see how nothing is going right. And as much as we try to keep it inside, let's be real, we've all been in that little energy of complaint, right? Complainers need to vent, and venting is always social. And when we complain about our lives, our friends, and we complain about their personal wins, we bring everyone down. Or the energy can go down another dark path, and we become frenemies with everyone. Right? We let our competitive sides edge out our sense of celebration and community, and we end up jealous and envious of others' success. We cut them down in our minds and often quietly, secretly to others as well. We say things like, well, she didn't do that great, or, you know, I probably could have done better, but... Again, we end up darkening our social circles. You can't secretly cut mutual friends down to others and not have those friends who are listening to us wonder if we'll do it to them next. So the key to being driven, to being ambitious, to wanting more and not becoming dark with that energy, it's definitely a healthy sense of celebration. Celebration cuts down on both kinds of toxic behavior tremendously. When we actively use our ambitions and our energy in positive ways, there's just so little left over that we don't have the time or energy to engage in those negative habits. The solution to not going down those dark paths, in my opinion, is a regular and a social practice of celebration. We've got to make a weekly or even a monthly ritual of celebrating. And not just the wins, you know, celebrate the brave actions you take regardless of how they turn out. And make it happen in the circle of safety and warmth that is your friend group. If you expend the energy to validate each other and to celebrate, you just won't have the energy to engage in darker parts of competition and envy. 
And also, in case you needed more to like sweeten the pot here, what we focus on grows. So if you focus on the courageous moves you're making towards your best future, you will be inspired to do more, to be able to celebrate more. And let's not forget, it feels good to celebrate, right? Celebrating together builds community, fosters a healthy sense of competition where we get to be a part of our friends' successes and we get to be a part of why they had that big win. We also end up being inspired by others' bold moves. Inspired, not envious. And last but not least, we respect our lives more when we regularly see what is of value in them by naming and celebrating those things. It creates more drive in us, not less. We want to expand and maintain and even protect what's of value within our lives when we see it publicly validated by the people who love us, by the people around us. So, what are you waiting for? Get out there, make bold moves in the right direction, and please set up a weekly ritual for celebrating with the people you love. And as always, have fun. That's the key to doing anything successfully. I really hope that helps you guys. I will see you next week. All my love. And yeah, bye-bye. <laughs>